Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. This is Garage Logic Podcast number 144, April 23rd, 2019. It was 90 degrees on this day in 1980, 23 degrees on this day in 1874. Uh, and here are your ice out dates White Bear, 1936. 1979, 2008, and 2014. These are brought to you by Aquaside, by the way. They'll keep your lakeside beach free of weeds. Lake Minnetonka, 1901, 1923, 1944, and like White Bear, 1979, and like White Bear, 2008. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop, here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Souchere. Thank you to Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores for uh, helping us get GL Podcast number 144 on the way. Uh, Let me start by telling you what we're up against in GL. Yesterday, uh, we noted that uh, climate change is going to be a big part of the 2020 election. And this was a big story in the I'm sure it was an Earth Day associated story. And we learned of a local woman from Circle Pines uh, named Teresa Hasbrook, uh, who's been very active in uh, uh, getting her progressive friends to work on behalf of extremely progressive candidates because apparently that's what the left believes will take to uh, to fix the ailing earth. And at the very end of the story, uh, she said, we're running out of time. If we can do something in the next 10 years, we can turn it around. We're at a crossroads. And I really wanted her on yesterday, and we, we uh, Facebooked her. Yep. Facebook. I messaged her yesterday That's how you morning. get to people these days, I guess. You go Facebook to the old it? book face. Ah. Well, it's, it's, it's very convenient in that uh, everyone that has the Facebook account usually has the app. So when you message someone, they get it almost like they would get a text message. All right. And she very did respond. Convenient. She did respond. Uh, the, uh, the chain of communication went as follows. Uh, yesterday at uh, a little after 11. No, this is Mon- oh, Monday. There we go. Oh, I'm sorry. A little after 11 a.m., 11.36 a.m. yesterday, you reached out to her and said, Hey, Teresa, my name is Chris Reavers, and I produce the show Garage Logic with Joe Souchere. Joe wanted to extend an invitation to have you on the show today to discuss your mission on climate change. Uh, the show starts at noon. Uh, we wouldn't keep you long. Thank you for your time. And then Monday at 4.45 p.m. After the show is complete. Right. Uh, Teresa responds, hi, Chris, I just saw this. I'm sorry I missed this opportunity. You can now call each other and see information like active status when you've read messages. What the hell does that mean? It's a Facebook notification okay. saying now you two can freely communicate okay, with so one another. Okay, so you and, here, you and uh, Teresa were engaging the a line inside of communi- Facebook, exactly. Facebook talk. Yep, exactly. 11.19 a.m. today. 
Chris, are you available today? Teresa, yes. Oh, good. I am. Good, excellent. My number is, and then she provided her phone number. Perfect. Chris, okay, I will call you from a 651 number around 1230 or so. Teresa, mm, sorry, my apologies. This isn't going to work. I have a family situation that came up. Okay. Maybe she did. But, you know, so did uh, Ahmed Tharwat last week, who suddenly developed, you know, tuberculosis or right. something. <laughs> couldn't come on and straighten us out about it. Remember, he was invited to come on and give us the context of Ilhan Omar's remarks, yeah. which he apparently would have been qualified to do. So it. far down the road that you and he had a direct phone conversation where you were describing him how to get here. I, I walked him. I walked him. With a verbal map right mm-hmm. right into the door, and then the next day, geez, I'm sorry, I got a cold. Well, and now, and it's now this gal, Teresa uh, Hosbrook. Hosbrook. I certainly understand both of their excuses because I almost, on the way in this morning, developed a uh, family situation and a cough. Wow! Did you? Yeah. But you made it. Wow! I, uh, That's pretty good. Through. Here but I what, what I wanted to know uh, from her, and and uh, there was no reason this couldn't have been civil. Uh, she is representative of those who buy into these 10-year windows, apparently. Mm-hmm. you know, We're on about the sixth 10-year window that we have to save the ailing earth. And I wanted to ask her, you know, if, are, you, are you at home now, ma'am? Are you looking out your window and you see budding and somebody just rode by on a bicycle and the grass is turning green? What, what, do, you, what do you think you're going to see 10 years from now? I, what specifically do these people who buy the 10-year BS... What what is it they think? A polar capsule melt. Now now imagine, and then I started thinking about these ten windows, uh, ten year windows. Think of the absurdity of that. Think of the magnitude of of the solar system, the universe, Earth, nature, climate, and and some woman in Circle Pines thinks she's going to turn that around by mailing postcards out to people to remind them to vote for liberal candidates. Mm-hmm. To to actually th- believe you can affect nature in such a profound way that you are somehow going to reshape it in ten years, but and it hasn't happened. We're on about the sixth ten year window, and it's not going to happen. We'll even run it back to two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. What changes have been made in ten years? None. Not much. Maybe we got cleaner cars. So that's might be about it. I don't know quite how to word this, but um, it's it's the propaganda that they're buying into without question. This has gone from uh, a matter that we should both sides. Uh, no, that's not the right way to put it. It's a political matter, of course, which has nothing to do with the. And there's no, there's no dissenting voice there's no there's no other opinion there's no other side there's just global warming and if you don't believe in global warming you're an insane crackpot no matter what evidence you have that's you're, the problem you're, you're resting my next paragraph that's exactly correct oh and i used to be apologetic to listeners because i thought it was bad form to come on the air and say, well, we tried to have a guest, but right. they won't get back to us. I'm no longer apologetic by that. We had both, the, just this, the two most recent examples. Ahmed Tharwat, for example, was locked in. He was going to be here. Mm-hmm. In person. In person. He, In fact, he said, I'd much prefer to be there in person. Mm-hmm. Then he came down with the, with the whooping cough. Uh, Teresa uh, said... Geez, I'm sorry I missed the opportunity. And then Chris says, how about today? And she says, great, here's my number. Whoops, a family matter just came up. Here's the problem, Kenny. 
The left refuses to engage. Yes. They will not talk to anyone with whom they disagree. Right. So how are we supposed to push back? And if you do disagree, you're considered an insane crackpot. And I, I, not yep. that I would, uh, not that I would attribute this to Teresa. I don't know her, but I think if you have that ideology, if you are so profoundly vainglorious, you think. That you can reshape nature in a 10-year period. I think that's insanity. I'm not saying she's insane. All you euphorian friends of hers, I'm not saying that she's insane. I'm saying that ideology is so significantly absurd, it almost meets the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over Mm -hmm. and over again, expecting a different result, Mm. which is what all of these 10-year windows have been. Oh, you're right. Just... Crying out the same gibberish. We must do something. We must do something. And things get done. We change light bulbs and we don't use our dryers as much. If it's a nice day, you hang the, hang the clothes on the line. My, my point is, my point is, if these people won't talk to the likes of me or your neighbor or whatever, we're not going to get anywhere. We're just not going to get anywhere. And it's not my fault. I, I used to think that's my fault. I shouldn't come on the air and say so-and-so won't be a guest of ours. no. What we're learning is the progressive lefties do not want to engage. They right? don't want to be challenged. They don't want to be challenged. Nikema Levy pounds. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'd love to. And then, oh, no, I, I really can't. Ilhan so who Omar. got to this woman? That's my logical conclusion. Now, uh, God forbid she has a, a, a terrible family problem. I, I hope it's something that's, uh, that she can handle. But I, I, don't, I don't believe her. Well, because I, I think she may have added, I've got a family situation. How about tomorrow? And here's the other problem that, and I know a lot of people don't understand this, but Rook and I reach out to a lot of people to try to come on the show, most of them in, in the political class. And here's what I want to explain to listeners that are saying, well, boo-hoo, Joe. The problem is those people who have been elected by the working class that should be held responsible for either things they say, for uh, reasons that they stand behind. They should come out and should address the public. They just simply well, choose let, let's, not to. Let's, let's, you're right, but let's not lump Teresa Hasbrook into that crowd. She's an unelected citizen who has these, in her estimation, these serious concerns about the future of our mother, the earth. And she, and, uh, the only reason I wanted to talk to her, I quite seriously want to know, what people believe when they're ten-year people? Uh, help me understand what what do you think is going to happen in a in another right. ten-year period? And how can it change? Right? Why do you foresee it change significantly enough in just ten years? And that's going to be a drastic change. We don't really change that much. I'm so absorbed in the greater issue of this, I can't even concentrate on the ten-year issue. And it's, the greater issue being refused to engage, right? Yeah, it's just astounding, and and somehow in my mind, I'm also thinking about how they hate virtually everybody that voted for President Trump. Okay, but we can't assign that to her either because we don't know. No, but what Kenny's saying is true. It's this greater issue of not engaging, of hating. Uh, you know, over 50% of Americans not listening to alternate science, just not accepting any other point of view but their own. And then the willingness of the masses to buy into, like, just for example, the global warming thing mm-hmm. without any debate from the other side. It's a runaway theocracy. 
the, that's a perfect description. It's a runaway theocracy. It's absolutely. It's snowball down a hill. It's a it's a runaway train. It's it's insane. And if you disagree with it, you hate the you, earth. You're, you're, you're ins- evil. Yeah, you're you're a crackpot. And so if I would have said to Teresa, uh, what changes have you seen from 2009 to now? Because that was also a 10-year warning period mm-hmm. we had. She couldn't have come up with anything. All I see is, uh, at least from a behavior standpoint, we're way better now. Like you mentioned, the light bulbs, mm-hmm. uh, the recycling, the the not using electricity when we don't need it. Open the windows instead of the, you know, it, and we go on and on and on. And from my own observations, we as Americans have gotten a lot better. Everybody's on their damn bikes now. You tell them that that's not making an improvement? Well, it's never I, enough I, with I, these I, people. I don't, I, you know, t- technically, I don't think that's amounted to a hill of beans, but I think it's good conscientious behavior. I don't think it's changing nature in any way, but it's good for you. It's good for your soul. It's, it's good for the, uh, if, if you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm probably a more avid recycle, uh, recycler than Teresa Hasbrook has ever dreamed of being. Well, you've been doing it for a long time. And, and uh, well, let's not, uh, again, I've, I hope I've not uh, said anything untoward about her, except I don't believe you, Teresa. And if if I'm wrong, I hope it's a correctable family problem, and I don't mean to be uh, mean-spirited about that. But somebody got to you, baby. Somebody called you and said, you can't go on with him. Right. You know. And if you had that viewpoint, if you were someone that thought that you, were, you Joe, were out of your mind, that you needed to be set straight— why wouldn't you want to come on and be the one to say, no, listen to my reasons why I think that this is so vastly important? Because they're taking, they would, they would be taking the chance of losing. But if they feel so passionate about God, that's so sad. I mean, you, you should be able to back up your argument on merit if you she feel so She should have been able to come on here and just kick my ass. How did we learn about her again? She was in yesterday's Star Tribune story. Okay. And, okay. And so she told the story to the Star Tribune. No, she was a, just a part of the story. The only part, again, to repeat, let's not dwell on this. The only reason I wanted to talk to her is here was a living, live example close to home of someone who's buying another 10-year window situation. Right. So I just am curious, genuinely curious that the people who think that way, I want to know what it is they think is going to happen in 10 years. Hmm. What does she think she's going to see outside her window in 10 years? And I t- said, we're both about the same age. I'll bet her a hundred grand that she 10 years from now, she's not going to be able to tell me one damn difference. No, absolutely. I would agree. And she... And remember something else we stumbled onto yesterday. You could take scientists and put them in any period of earth you could take scientists getting together in 1200 mm-hmm. and saying boy it's a lot wetter this year than it was uh, two years ago i think uh, something must be afoot and then and then in 1500 you could get a group of scientists together and they wouldn't be lying they could they could cons- uh, consult their compasses and charts and right. uh, rain gauges and say you know it's a lot warmer than it was in uh in uh, 1492, and then you could get them together in 1700. You could do the same thing. The difference is it's become politicized in the current era. It's now politicized, and it's being used as a tool of the left to bring about dramatic changes in American life, to make <laughs> America less competitive, less entrepreneurial, less free, less capitalistic, less competitive, that's really what Less this is all about. This has nothing to do 
because Teresa, God love you, you and your uh, women friends who you drive 70 miles to see, that irony possibly escapes you. Uh, you're you're not going to change nature any more than I am. You're, you're just not. It's too mighty. It's too unknown. It's too unknowable. And it's too powerful. And it's and it's just fine. It's just fine. Seems to be. Mm-hmm. I told you, if, it, if we have a week of weather next January where it's 88 degrees for about seven days in a row, yep. I'll say, hmm, you something's know. going on. You know. Yeah, but I that hasn't happened, so. Say, I mentioned Aquaside earlier. They're the people that are going to keep your beach free and clean of weeds all summer. They've been doing this for more than 60 years. If you've got a lake home or a pond, the last thing you want is those kids that run down there after lunch, jump in the lake, and they come up with, and their legs are tangled in weeds, and yeah. they're screaming, help me, help me, help me. I'm in crab land. i got weeds all over me. gross. No, Aquaside products are easy to use. They begin working right away, and they're safe. They're registered with the EPA and the DNR. Don't let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today. They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. They've been killing lake weeds for over 60 years, and they've been doing so safely. Call Aquaside at one 800 328-9350 or go to aquaside.com. That's 1-800-328-9350 or go to aquaside.com. They're local. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. The water's weed free. I hate weeds. I, I don't uh, I don't like them myself. A nice sandy beach really looks nice too, doesn't it? Dave in Alexandria, Minnesota writes, I enjoyed your Earth Day recap of those failed doomsday predictions, especially those that professional chicken little Paul Ehrlich. It was not surprising to learn that he is out there advocating wealth redistribution. You are absolutely correct that tearing down our capitalist society is the true goal of the climate hysteria profits. It's time to push back against them. It's time to push back against the term redistribution. Wealth isn't distributed in the first place. It is created and it is earned. The leftists use the term because it supports their argument that wealth is a matter of privilege or luck. I appreciate how you fight the good fight against these fools. Just let them talk. Thanks, Joe. Dave in uh, Alexandria says he's one of the guy. Ah, except, the except guy. Dave, uh, in many cases, uh, I can't push back because... The people I intend to push back against refuse to engage. Right. They refuse to engage. And there's nothing much I can do about it. One quick, more environmental story when it comes to automobiles. And then we're going to move on. Okay. Okay. Mo writes, in the small Iowa town where I work, there's a city park where I often go during lunch to listen to the podcast and enjoy my lunch. This park has a few picnic tables, a shelter house, playground equipment, and a few campsites. During yesterday's rain and cooler weather, I sat in my vehicle near the campsites. I saw a Tesla Model S drive into the park, circle until he found the campsites, where he pulled in next to one of the electrical hookups. The driver got out in the rain, inspected the electrical hookup, and proceeded to pull a cord from his car to the box. An RV apparently uses a different connection because it didn't work. He proceeded to remove parts from the trunk of the car, looking for a different adapter, 
all the while standing in the rain. I sent a picture. He did send me a picture. As he did that, I searched the Google for charging stations and found that he's at least 50 miles from the nearest one. After more digging and unloading the trunk, he found another adapter that uh, that appeared to be about a foot long. Hey, you got a cheater? Still didn't work. More digging. At this point, I had head back to work, but as I drove by, he was sitting on the edge of the trunk in obvious defeat, his arms folded in his rain-soaked clothing, and the cord laying on the ground. I thought better of asking if he needed a ride. I think I'll stick to my internal combustion engine, signed Mo. Isn't that something? Mo paints a hell of a picture. I I can totally see that You see that poor, defeated guy? Oh, my God. There's got to be one in here somewhere. 50 miles from the nearest charging station. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. One of the greatest... uh, uh, what, I hope it's uh, all downhill. What was the song? What the BBC show that went to Amazon? Top Gear. Uh, one of the greatest Top Gear uh, gear yeah, episodes ever. That was. I was just thinking of that. Well, they took an electric yeah. car across across England and they'd yeah. stop and they'd you'd see them in a museum for about an hour <laughs> yes. and, and yes. then they'd go a few more miles and then they were in a library. <laughs> <laughs> and if I remember right, it was raining. Yeah, it was raining. <laughs> we'll be back shortly, GLers. Hey, GLers, how would you like to hit the open road, see the country, and get paid to do it? Here's your chance. For over 100 years, Jefferson Lines has provided exceptional motor coach service, and they are looking to expand their driver network. Get behind the wheel and captain your passengers across Minnesota and throughout the Midwest. Jefferson Lines offers competitive pay, benefits, and a $1,500 signing bonus. Experience the freedom of the open road and the satisfaction of safely delivering your riders to their destinations. There's nobody I would trust more behind the wheel than a true GLer. Go to JeffersonLines.com and click on Careers for more details. That's JeffersonLines.com and click careers to apply today. In honor of Earth Day 2019, here in Garage Logic, we would like to play the debut of the song from Little Dicky, simply called Earth. Uh, I'm a human, and I uh, just wanted to, you know, for the sake of all of us Earthlings out there, just wanted to say... You ever wonder how much time these folks actually spend in on the earth as opposed to in a, an urban area, out in the country, out in the woods, right. no paved trails, no signposts, That's no so nothing, great. Yeah. no charging out, station out in the for dirty, you. dirty fields or the, the uh, bug-ravaged woods. You think they're out there, Joe? No. I'm not seeing them. No. There are no paved trails through our property. Were we alerted to the uh, Melvin <laughs> Carter YouTube video by a listener? Yes. Okay. And I, I gave it the initial no, let's not play it. And then I was out lobbied. Uh, let me, let me see if I can find it. the listener name because it's worth noting because he, he, he does email us frequently. Well, apparently there's a YouTube, well, not apparently, there is a, a YouTube Confirmed. video and audio called A City That Works for You and Me. And apparently it's a poem. Oh, no. The mayor of St. Paul has written. No, no, and no. And he's, he's shown uh, addressing. Children who look to be what five kindergarten, right? kindergarten maybe, yeah. and uh, we'd love to play it for you as a representation of what you get the closest you get to the country's tallest buildings. 
book is called A City That Works For You And Me. And it's by Mayor Melvin Carter. Do you know who that is? That's right, okay. It goes like this. Is he 18? Take a look all around. Now isn't it pretty? There's no land on this planet like our capital city. So gather round, come one, come all. Hear the story of 2018 in St. Paul. With values and goals planted firmly at root, our labors quite quickly began bearing fruit as we fought and campaigned to build community power and raised minimum wage to 15 an hour. With money, we never can be too cautious, so we launched our financial empowerment office to help us build credit and connect to real banks that don't charge 300% interest. No thanks. Our most thrilling plan is to give kids a head start, a college savings account with 50 bucks from the heart. And we won't stop. There's no chance, no way, till each child born has her own CSA. All our children are all our children. Each one is yours and mine. So we tripled free programs in rec centers and eliminated library late funds. That's good. Yeah. A most basic promise our city must keep is ensuring our neighbors safe places to sleep. Look at that car this sticking out of the pothole. To us is a must. <laughs> So we chipped in 10 million to start an affordable housing trust. Hey, that's up front. Here, neighbors and police work together. It keeps us all on our toes. We changed use of force rules, sharpened mental health tools, and then we played Super Smash Bros. (laughs) We doubled down on our fleet to rebuild sidewalks and streets. Where? That includes better crosswalks and stripes. And here's a sweet deal for those on two wheels, our first dedicated funding for bikes. We met a raccoon who proved without fright that St. Paul is a place you can move to high heights. Some days are a challenge while others are easy. Meeting Snoop Dogg with Mayor Fry was off the heezy for sheezy. Laugh now, kids. From fires and flooding and blizzards to the sea rising higher than land, all of science and logic unite to demand action on our climate plan. Really? We're making our buildings efficient. We're caring for city trees. We won $2.5 million in a climate challenge grant from Bloomberg Philanthropies. Some families have been here a hundred years, and some only two, four, or six. We speak over 100 languages. Oh, what a beautiful mix. We welcome every family, no matter how far or recently journeyed. So we started a legal defense fund and hired an immigrant services attorney. The future is coming and we're gonna win it. St. Paul's a great city because we're all in it. I'll say it again before it's too late. Caring for each other is what makes St. Paul great. I'm never alone, cause St. Paul's a great crowd. From community hiring to budget gains, you're making me proud. So say it loud and say it proud. Membership has its perks. Building a St. Paul that works for us all means we all must do the work. It's an honor of a lifetime to be your mayor. Thank you, thank you, thank you for our incredible first year. <laughs> <laughs> it's never alone because you got a cabinet of 16 people.
Right. He was saying that in a classroom to kids who were about five. They didn't have a bleeping clue what he was talking about. Right. No. You could tell they were cued when to laugh. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of views for that video. 120. <laughs> 131. It's up to 131? Well, we I, don't know probably, it, I don't know when it was put up. Let's we were, see what it's at tomorrow after we've aired right. it. Yeah. Did you guys notice the irony at the end? I, I can't. I couldn't have kept track I of the irony. Come on, Rook. I know you saw it. Food. What, what did he close with? What was the know. last image you saw? You were all looking at the screen. I, you know what? I zoned out on the damn thing. Uh, Fireworks. Oh. Fireworks. Oh, yes, yes, oh, yes. Very astute, oh, I, I missed that. Yeah. He had he, fireworks at the very end of it. There's so many holes to poke through all of the things he cited as things that are, quote, unquote, great for the city of St. Paul, including this joke of a $15 an hour minimum wage. Only one thing in the four and a half minutes that made any sense uh, is that we were working on some streets. Well, that's, you, sh- you should be doing more that, of that. That's, that's what in, you do here. To improve the crosswalks. Well, he, that's right. He tossed yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Your thoughts, Mayor? I don't have any. Uh, that's just... Uh, t- t- here's, the, here's the most alarming thought. You'll miss him based on whoever follows him. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. You'll but miss how, him... Why are you going to bum ...based on like whoever that? follows him? You know... Because they've been going downhill. This last week... You've seen a lot of people that are going insane about what they've had to pay in for their taxes, you know, when tax day was a couple weeks ago. So you've seen a lot of reaction from people. They don't even realize the own irony of what they're being, what they're mad about. Mm-hmm. These are the same people that are electing the likes of Melvin Carter and, and electing the likes of Tim Walls. Well, you want where do you think that money's coming from, ladies and gentlemen? Now the city wants to uh, plow the alleys. Uh, I speak as a veteran alley captain. You are an alley captain. I was an alley captain. It took my turn. You got to go to everybody's house and collect the 20 bucks and uh, work fine. Everybody and, in St. Paul. And then you hire a private get guy? Get a guy. Yeah, you get a guy. Mm-hmm. So Usually the city's sending out, city sending out uh, surveys now. When would you like your alley plowed? In the morning? In the evening? Really? How about when it snows so I can get to work? That's when the private guy Time shows out. up. Time out. What are they going to plow them with? Because remember, the re- one of the main reasons you had to switch garbage people, those big garbage trucks were ruining the alleyways. Right. I don't know how an alley in St. Paul, most of which are just decrepit. Right. I don't know how an alley in St. Paul can withstand a full-size plow truck. Plus, uh, many alleys are teed one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are they going to negotiate the turn? Uh, I as a captain, mm-hmm. and I would wear a uniform. Captain, yeah. I, I had a, a almost <laughs> like a kangaroo. Well, I almost looked at it as I was the surgeon general. Yes, yes. I I the, I've seen pictures of I the, the blazer. Uh, I had a kind had of nautical cap. Yes, and I would go and uh, say the captain's here with your clipboard. And, and, but even as the captain, I dealt with uh, a couple of neighbors who were complaining because the the pickup guy in his plow would chip the corner of their garage or something, and we had to reconcile that. And the guy had to. The plow guy had to pitch in to get the guy's cement fixed or whatever. Not an easy gig, you, is uh, it? What, what you might be frighteningly on to is if the city gets its way and, and plows the alley, are they have to buy a whole new fleet of vehicles? Oh, my gosh. In Smaller Minneapolis, vehicles? They, they plow the alleys for us, and they have dedicated their big, giant plow trucks, but they have a, a different kind of plow on the front mm-hmm. that pushes it evenly up on uh, both sides. And then in the case, um, I live just a block or two away from a teed alley, like yep. you brought up. They have to 
they go to the end, they then they they back up, Joe, and then go the do the T part because mm-hmm. they can let you sit. Like you said, they can't make the turn. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it'll be interesting to see how St. Paul citizens respond to this survey. Uh, overwhelmingly, I'm predicting that the citizens of St. Paul will say, leave us the hell alone. We we have our alley plowing under control. You've messed up enough. You've, yeah. You've, yeah. you've played around enough with our lives. And it'll end up costing, you know, as an alley captain, I got a 20 from everybody. Yep. What the hell? Do you think the city's going to settle for a 20 from everybody? Oh, God, no. 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 We've got an alley fee. We've got a wheelage tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else are you going to have to pay? Um, just the regular fee. You'll start with 20. It'll be up to about 32. I just had a bad thought. So let's say they hand out the survey. Is there a deadline uh, for, for the people to turn in the survey for the alley uh, snow removal? I don't even know if they've been mailed out yet. Okay, my point being, let's just say in an overwhelming fashion, city of St. Paul residents say, no, we don't want this. Leave us alone. Oh, okay, the city says, just like the sidewalk thing. Yeah, I mm-hmm. was thinking that. Okay, you don't want this? Then guess what? We're going to take... Your alley is plowed so, last right. every time. I thought of that, and my question for you, Joe, is this something that they're going to do anyway, or are they genuinely asking you guys? It's an interesting question, because in a one-party rule town, we have to have a lot of faith that they're being honest with us. Yeah. In other words, they could get 10,000 surveys saying, go bleep yourself. We don't want any part of it. And we could get a news release from the mayor's office saying, residents overwhelmingly approve city becoming involved in alley plowing. How are we to know? Boy, there's that's no, black helicopter. Well, but no, but there's no, there's no, yeah. uh, there's no, there's no a balance in the, in the politics in St. Paul or Minneapolis. And shortly, none. Short- none. Shortly after that announcement comes out, the announcement saying, well, to offset the costs mm-hmm. of plowing the alley, we have decided, dot, dot, dot. To hire a 17th cabinet member. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be no, 16 to raise now. Your taxes. That's true. It would be no, 16 now because uh, 16 left, he left, and mm-hmm. now there's 15, so That's we right. had one. That cabinet has to cost two mil, not counting benefits. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, we got the $2.5 million dollar, uh you got all that Bloomberg money. Yeah, they got the Bloomberg money. Fu- that bike funding, though, yeah, you know. Well. Wow. Well, he sure knows how to spend money, doesn't he? Hey, knuckleheads, uh, you go on and on about Grunhoffers. I went up there Friday. All I can say is, holy mackerel. If you ever want an unsolicited customer listener review of how awesome Grunhoffers is, feel free to let me know. I'd be glad to call in the show and give it a two-minute spiel on how fantastic their stuff is. Thanks, Tom Warnard, longtime listener and loyal order of the 21sters from Cottage Grove. You know, the rave reviews for Grunhoffers just keep coming. Yeah, uh, I'm You know the... what I had today for lunch? Double ham s- salad made up of the leftover double smoked ham. I had a ham sandwich last night at about 9 o'clock. It was fabulous. It's the king of brats. 130 brat flavors at Grunhaffer's uh, in Hugo, just off 61. You professional grillers can have fun all summer comparing your uh, favorite brats that you get from Grunhoffers, and also uh, beef brats, chicken brats. But the but the 130-plus brat flavors, those are oh, those are pork brats. They're lean. You don't boil them first. There's no fat to worry about mm. it. This is owned by Spencer Grunhoffer, a professional meat cutter. They'll uh, cut a steak any way you want. They'll cut your bacon any way you want. It's double-smoked bacon, by the way, Thick. along with double-smoked ham. Mm. And uh, they've got it all, beef, steaks, roast, veal, and chicken. It's the best, best meat. 
Street in town. It's Grundhoffer's on uh, Highway 61 in Hugo, grundhoffermeatmarket.com. A beautiful lawn is just a click away at ProfessionalTurf.com. Actually, the best lawn you'll ever see is guaranteed by clicking ProfessionalTurf.com. And the way it goes down is really so simple. Click that link, schedule a free lawn care estimate, have a seasoned pro, a pro-turf pro, stop by that estate and set up a three- to five-step fertilizer and weed-killing program that will have your lawn looking luscious and luxurious from now until late fall. Click on ProfessionalTurf.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. And this segment of Garage Logic Podcast brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. Amber writes... Hello. Mic's off, Pat. Hello. Yes, sir. <laughs> You'd think I'd have that by now, wouldn't you? Yes. What did Amber say? Well, her subject line of the email is LGBTQASDFGODMSDLF. Oh, so here's where we throw Kenny under the bus no, for having no. feelings. No. Good afternoon, Joe. I am the L in the above acronym, and it's absolutely hilarious. It's gotten downright out of control with all these imaginary genders. It cracks me up every time you say it. The same for occasional cortex. My son and I both bust up every time we hear it. Please don't change either of them. Longtime listener from the days of Barbara Rush and then Garage Logic. Kind regards, Amber Prince. Huh. Okay. Thank you, Amber. Thank you. And Matt Otto, our uh, poet I didn't Lori. say I felt strongly about it. It's I don't just, care. It's just I'm something. Not gonna, it didn't, you didn't offend me. Uh, you, you have no impact on me. I still I, think it's great. I, 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 I'm not going to change just because you exhibited some faux sensitivity. Uh, Matt Otto, the... Uh, poet Laureate. How are you feeling, uh, Kenny? Just in 10 seconds, he just totally cut him off and threw him away. Just like that. The man is a master at his craft. Matt Otto, our poet laureate, mm-hmm. uh, he says, I have a million-dollar idea for you. You know what? I think he does. So this means another one will fail at. Oh, okay. Just a minute. He should get the full treatment, shouldn't he? Wait. No, you oh, can't the hell he's not going to get if it. If I you had sue a million me then. dollars. Where in the hell is it here? I'd like it. All right, only play a snip. If I had a million dollars. I have a million-dollar idea for you. How about a GL dating app? Oh this would be a great way for single GLers to meet each other and discuss their shared love of common sense. Not sure how you would make a million bucks off it, but it would be... Just a minute. What is your problem down there? I'm trying to read an email here. I say we just stick with hats and T-shirts. But I'm ahead. just I'm thinking of the date itself where one guy is mansplaining and then the other gal's woman-splaining and they, neither one of them can get a word in edgewise because they're both smarter than each other and, and everybody else is dumb. And Not sure how you would make a million bucks, but it would be great for us single GLers looking for a CI girl in future CP. You could call the app Joe K. Cupid. And then he's got okay. a picture of you and me as Cupid. Oh, as a Cupid, yeah. <laughs> you look like a much softer Cupid than I. Uh-huh. What do you think, writes Matt Otto, uh, 
Well, Matt, judging from the response I've gotten from the children I'm stuck with in here, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, apparently they don't approve of the idea. Now, I, well, I have a lot of questions. Is it a hookup app? Where I, I don't know all that it's I have a hookup to do is app. take a selfie of my private area and throw it out there on the internet, and they can swipe right, and just think, MSP swipe left. Just or, think too, if this were to go down the path of, of holy matrimony. We'd have our own. You know, Pat could serve as the uh, uh, as the. Uh, Let me official. tell you something. Let me tell as you something. As we gathered here today, wait, where's my notes? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Over all the years at the state fair, we met many couples that That's got true. together because of Gio. That's Michelle true. and Todd, uh, really good listeners. Many of ours. many yeah. couples got together. Did we play the GL, GL dating game one year at the we fair? We played I it every year, practically. Well, then that's our app. We're, we go old school. Yeah. See you at the fair. New Jersey mayor defends Kate Smith's God Bless America and says the song will still be played on the boardwalk. Right, right. I saw that. Wildwood, New Jersey mayor Ernie Troiano refused to back down when confronted with news that some tri-state neighbors were canning Kate Smith's version of God Bless America because of Smith's purported ties to racism. Last week, the Yankees uh, bailed on Kate. Then the Flyers bailed on Kate and removed her statue. The 1931 song, That's Why Darkies Were Born, is one example that many people receive as racist, boasting lyrics. Uh, we don't need to read them again. Right. People question the song's history in the past, with some critics calling it outright racist and others saying the song is a satirical take on racism and white supremacy. Uh, Smith uh, recorded other songs that have been found to be disagreeable by today's standards. Troiano told the Dom Giordano program, what is this, all mob rule out there? How you there? doing? Hey, hey, you pick up your trash or what? Troiano, <laughs> Troiano told Dom Giordano uh, Monday uh, program that uh, Smith's version of God Bless America will continue to play at Wildwood's Boardwalk every morning at 11 a.m. local time during the summer. It's an Irving Berlin patriotic song that has nothing to do with anything other than America, Troiano said. I can assure you that my conversation with the mayor of, of North Wildwood, Patrick Rosanello, is we have no intention of removing it. I'm just a small-town mayor, and I look at what's happening to this world, and it's amazing how everyone wants to rewrite history. No one wants to allow history to be an educator to help us improve in the future. We're going to change history, and what we don't like, we're just going to erase. Troiano pointed his finger at the overly politically correct world. The world's gotten so politically correct and so afraid that they're going to offend somebody, he said. The song is greater than anything. So you know what? I'll continue to play it in Wildwood. Here, here. Some area residents and visitors to the Jersey Shore voiced their support for Troiano's decision. Philadelphia resident Ronald Watt told KYW-TV that he didn't feel Smith was racist at all. Carlissa Bell told KYW that he who is without sin should cast the first stone. If we hold her to the stake for her songs from something that was in the 1930s, and even now she's dead and gone, then we're going to be held accountable when all is said and done, Bell said. It's like you're casting judgment on her just because you may sin differently. Hmm, Very good take on it. But push back. I'd vote for that guy for president. Let's go. What bothers me is the selective history exploration that these morons are doing. I mean, mm-hmm. you mentioned yesterday you could go back to George Washington and y- y- you could go further back than that and find skeletons in everybody's closet. Right. Every, everybody that was somebody in this country leading right up until today. And Kenny, that's where Kenny we have gone back to Washington and his pew is... Uh, right, right. We just discussed church, that yeah. last week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what my comment yesterday was. 
where are we going to draw the well, line? Well, we need to take that racist SOB off the dollar bill. That's what I'm saying right now. And we need to change the name of Washington, D.C. and Washington State and Washington Avenue and everything else. Apples. George Washington. Everything. Well, don't think that couldn't happen. Before the end of the year is my prediction, No, we have Joe. a 10-year window. Okay. Yeah. Ten year is there window. a Washington ten apple? Ten-year window. Got a 10-year window to sanitize this country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See, did you read about the cyclist who... Uh, a vulture hit his, hit him as he was riding. No, timing is everything. Uh, that's why your helmet's important. He lived, yeah. But your helmet's important. DennisKirk.com has the greatest selection of motorcycle helmets you're you're ever find. Not to mention motorcycle parts, accessories, and apparel. They're located in Minnesota, a great Minnesota company. They have more than a hundred hundred and sixty thousand motorcycle products in stock and ready to ship today. They carry all the best brands like Vance and Hines. Dunlop, S&S, Saddleman, Drag Specialties, and Curiacan. $89 orders ship free, and they pay return shipping on helmet and apparel products at DennisKirk.com. Order by 8 o'clock today and get it tomorrow. These guys are the best in the business. Wonderful website. You'll enjoy the service you get from DennisKirk.com. Mm. Did you see where Amy Klobuchar had a troubling moment? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, is this soup with the fork hall? again? Or with the so comb this again? This isn't eating lunch with the comb. Oh. She was at a town hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, where was it? <coughs> uh, they, had all the, they rolled out a whole bunch of Democrats on okay, CNN. She was speaking about her accomplishments during a CNN town hall when she made the dreaded gaffe. She took a question from a student about the discontented middle class in the American heartland that President Donald Trump won. How do you plan on winning back both their trust and their vote, he asked. I guess you look at what I've done, Klobuchar smiled back, and that is that I am someone that runs in a purple state. It is a state that when I first started running for office, the other senator was Republican, the governor was Republican, and three of our four constitutional officers were Republican, she explained. And then I started running, she continued, and... uh, she said, I have won every single con- uh, district in my state, including Michelle Bachman's. Okay. Mm. She paused for applause. Wasn't any. She said, "It's this is when you guys are supposed to cheer, okay? All right, she said. Ooh. The audience laughed but also applauded just moderately. The moment reminded many of a video that went viral during the 2016 primary when Jeb Bush asking a small audience to please clap. Remember that? After he gave an impassioned speech that was met with silence, it was used against him to demonstrate the lack of enthusiasm for his campaign. But uh, Amy said, hey, hey, this is when you're supposed to clap. Now, that's a gaffe. You don't do that. You don't do that. You can't beg for clapping. Did she win Bachman's? She won her district, I guess. Oh. But you know what? There's 19 of them now running. I know. What other job? We've touched on this. What other job can you have in this country? Where you say, look, I'll be here when it's convenient for me. Right. I expect to continue my full pay and my benefits. Yep. I, I have a, I have the answer. Mm-hmm. Work on the GL podcast. Well, that's true for you guys, <laughs> not me. <laughs> you, you're, you're correct there. Yeah. And, then, and then she's supposed to be working, not just Amy, but all of them. They're supposed to be working for their constituents. Right. And they're eating pie at some diner in Vermont. Running for time. president, right? Well, go to hell. <laughs> go to get away from me. And how how far away is the election? Twenty twenty, November of twenty twenty. It's a year and a half. Oh, 
off for plus. Pretty close to. Just a minute. Who took my pencil? They're running for emergency. a year and a half already. Mm, it's 20 getting of worse. Them? It's getting worse. 19? Yes, sir. And every single time I have run, I have won every single congressional district in my state, including Michelle Bachman's. Okay. It's when you guys are supposed to cheer. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Can't ask for that. It's like a comedian asking for a laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break, please. Have you noticed the consolidation happening to commercial insurance agencies today? This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group. The big just keep getting bigger, and you and your business continue to get passed around until you become a dreaded house account. You have been consolidated. All of this was done to you without your control. Get options and take control of your company's insurance program. Have the Canopy Group help you gain a commercial insurance strategy that makes your business more attractive to the insurance industry. The more insurance companies that we can get interested in your business, the more competitive your pricing will be. If your business is renewing in March, April, or May and is paying less than $80,000 in premium, don't accept being a house account. Get the attention you deserve with the Canopy Group. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389, 800-967-3389, The Canopy Group. Wrong page. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Is this where we're supposed to applause? Yeah. Clap for me, please. Ruling required. Ruling required. You got any ruling with wisdom? Natalie Bender. Ruling for a father and daughter. Okay. Mayor, I made the trip up to the Twin Cities this past weekend to celebrate Easter with the family. Within 20 minutes of my arrival, my dad and I were already discussing recent episodes of GL. The discussion led to whether or not a woman could ever be part of the GL podcast team. yes. Dad argued the whole premise of the show is men hanging out in a garage, exercising common sense, and solving the world's problem. He made it clear that it was a boys-only club. I believe GL is open to anyone with common sense and a curious mind. We would like a ruling. Would the GL podcast team ever take in a qualified female member? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so weird that she wrote this letter because I was just thinking this the other day, how I should actually be replaced by a female. I think so. I think I should. (laughs) And the reason I was thinking about that is because I had a birthday two weeks ago, and the only person uh, that wished me a happy birthday was Miss Angie from Iowa. Who sent me a text at 7 a.m. wishing, <laughs> yes, her, yeah. <laughs> and she was a lot of fun, and she was a great GLer. Farm Kelly, girl. Kelly before Kelly, that. Farm girl from from so Natalie, Iowa. Natalie, your father is absolutely wrong. Uh, there are many CI girls in GL, and you are more than welcome to be uh, in the garage with the gang. And uh, uh, we, we are not consciously looking for a new member of the cast. Oh, yes, you are. 
Okay. Yes, we are, according to Kenny. You can leave that running, baby. Oh, yes, you can. I remember that phone call well. That phone call gobsmacked me. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, But, yes, the ruling is, uh, would the GL podcast team ever take in a qualified female member? Yes, of course we We saw a. Not only do we see them at the fair, but we saw a ton of them at that appearance we did at... uh, Summit. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, John Camp Thursday. John Sanford, the novelist. What's the new book? Neon Prey. Neon Prey. I think it's the 29th. The 29th. Does he slow down ever? He cranks out a book every eight months, it seems like. He's doing at least uh, one and a half a year. He's doing a, a Lucas and um, uh, an almost completed Virgil Flowers. Wow. But he'll be here Thursday. Yes, Stephanie? Hello, Joe. Hi. How are you? Fine. Good. Got a couple of uh, little music for your ears this afternoon. All right. First, we're going to fire up the 2002 Softail Deuce, which is the hubby's bike. <laughs> Now we'll fire up my bike, which is a uh, 2001. Uh, oh, you can leave that running, baby. Oh. 2001 uh, dinosaur glide. Oh. <laughs> How's that for you? That's the sound of a happy Mary. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very happy Mary. We gotta go riding. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. My toes was what? You can leave that running, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like butter in a microwave <laughs> melting away. <laughs> you hit it on the head, my friend. What I've, phrase, no, because what I've, phrase I've are that. you never, ever yeah. in your life ever going to hear again? Yeah. To you. You can leave that running, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you poor tortured soul. I got bikes <laughs> as far as the eye can see. And not once. When any of them have been running, have I ever heard, you can leave that running, baby. Will you get that queued up for me right now? Yeah. Yes. I want it right now. <laughs> See, I've been a bad waiter for a long time. Right, I want it right now. The Please funk, leave that running, baby. The just That was Stephanie, right? Yes. We subsequently got to know her. I met her. Yeah, she came to a couple of appearances yeah, at really? the State Fair. Yeah. yeah. How cool. Mm-hmm. Well, you can leave that running, baby. Ah, okay. I remember we went on about a 45-minute sociological breakdown of that. Yes. What? Yeah. How does that yeah. I think you, how did that happen? you inquired how how two can be so happy like Sympatical. that. Sympatical. How yes. do you preach that? Yeah. I think that's when I asked, how many rides has, has, has the CP time, asked? I, I, at that time, you could look as far as you wanted down the wall had bikes. As many <laughs> as you could ever want. Mm-hmm. And I never heard that. And what story did I just tell you guys off the air? About how much I hate it when oh, yeah, my yeah, wife yes. has a day off in well, the middle no, of the let's week. Not, no, no, <laughs> no. Podcast no. is very popular. She might be listening now. No, no. she's not listening. She, she, she's like Joe's wife. She doesn't go play. Get out of my house. The rich one. Yeah. Okay. Tim alerts me to our only hope for St. Paul. Ambulance that hit a pothole on the way to the hospital saved the patient's life. What? Come oh, on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't tell me. Gretna, Nebraska. Potholes are as, are a common complaint among drivers this time of year, but for one man, hitting a pothole may actually have saved his life. I can't imagine how. Gretna Fire and Rescue outside of Omaha, Nebraska, was dispatched to help a 59-year-old man Monday whose heart was racing at work. 
The squad had a 20-minute drive to the emergency room, and at one point, the patient's heart was beating at a rate of 200 beats per minute. During the seven-mile ride, the rig hit a pothole. Medics told the hospital, as relayed by the Omaha scanner on Twitter, that the jolt of the pothole converted the patient's racing heart back to normal rhythms. What in the world? It's rare, but it's a well-described phenomenon, Dr. Andrew Goldswig of Nebraska Medicine said. He wasn't the physician on the case, but explained how the jarring from the pothole can be so careful. One way to treat a rapid heartbeat is with an electrical shot. Classically, shock. Classically, you'll see it on television, the paddles. Someone saying clear and a big jolt. Turns out you can do that with a pothole, Goldsweek said. Wow. Isn't that something? It is something. Makes sense to me. So when I'm having my big one over here, one of you guys just needs to come over here and slug me. Just just, or get out on Berry Street and hit the railroad tracks. Or just carry you out and go over a pothole. Or just let me die. Yeah. Gretna Fire and Rescue Chief declined to comment where the life-saving pothole was uh, to protect the patient's privacy. Hmm? Friends of the patient said he will be surely looking at potholes a little little differently from now on. Goldswig said there's a well-documented case from the late 70s where the patient was jolted into a normal heart rhythm by a speed bump. Hmm. So Hell, there was I'm start racing over those things. So there was yeah. no blockage or anything. It didn't shake uh, some blockage loose or anything like I that. I don't know what causes a rapid heartbeat. I don't. I don't necessarily know that that's affiliated with a blocked artery. I mean, I got buddies that occasionally have that. They their arteries are fine. So it's just a rapid heartbeat, and the guy, uh, you know, presumably if he had gotten to the hospital and still going two hundred a minute, they would have had to bring out the paddles or something. Right. This guy gets there, he's fine. He maybe, had a pothole. Maybe he had some power thirst, caused the rapid heartbeat. Could be. You yeah. shouldn't drink that nonsense. I know. No. Would you have any today? Unless nope, not today. Unless they're advertising with us. Then welcome aboard. And then folks. I'm going to say this is the best stuff in the world. <laughs> I like think liquid no, cocaine. I'm not that disingenuous. <laughs> who, it, who we advertise with, we believe in. Raw Mary. Raw Mary. In fact, we met a new friend yesterday, speaking of that. That's going to be starting with us on Monday. EcoFun. Motorsports. Mm-hmm. Tim. Don't worry, GLers. Don't worry. They sell gasoline-powered equipment along with some of the coolest electric yeah. assist bikes you've ever seen. What you hear may surprise you. Mm-hmm. And before you do... I'm going to run up there this weekend and see it. I'm going to stop and see Spencer, too. Take one for a spin? Mm-hmm. I, I think you should. And before you ride the bike, if you need a little bit of energy, try Power Thirst. Do you want to feel so energetic? Try Power Thirst. Energy drinks for people who need gratuitous amounts of energy. With all new flavors like chocolate. Chocolate energy. It's like adding chocolate to an electrical store. <laughs> Sound the alarm. You're going to be uncomfortably energetic. What's that? You want strawberry? Well, how about rawberry? Made with lightning. Real lightning. Sports. You'll be good at them. It's an energy drink for men. Energy. You'll have so much energy. Energy. Just running all the time. Power running. Power lifting. Power sleeping. Power dating. Power eating. Power laughing. Power spawning babies. You'll have so many babies. 400 babies. Hey, go with the sure thing. Don't gamble on your energy. Power thirst. Power thirst. Yeah, I was at Moeller's last night <laughs> yep. over the dinner hour uh, because a kid I used to have needed the battery replaced in her uh, key fob for her car. Oh, yeah. And they took care of it for me. Of course they and, did. Uh, and they've done that before, and they'll do that for you, uh, by the way. You go in and tell them you're... I'm, I'm now providing a service that Moeller didn't know I was going to provide. <laughs> that, because if you go into a Moeller store now and say you listen to the podcast, yep. you can get your 
battery watch change for free. Right, but I'm telling you right now, listeners, if you need the pod, uh, the key change in your uh, key fob, go ahead and tell them. Tell well, them I told you. Will they fix my uh, garage door opener? Yes. Tell them I told you. <laughs> That they would take care of it. That's You're not a, kidding. I could take my key fob for my car and they'll I've replace done, I've the battery. I've done it twice in the last month. Are you too, are you helpless? I didn't know that you could do it at Molar. Oh, I have a confession. On uh, Molar's not selling. Molar now going to get a five minute ad. Yeah. Molar's not selling that. You no, guys are going to send a hundred people in there with key fobs, and he's been. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm telling you, he'll take care of it. McLaren had a dead. <laughs> How much trouble are we in? <laughs> man, tell the mayor. And buy a watch. McLaren Sorry, had a dead Mark. key fob, yeah. and I was tasked with changing the battery. Yeah, well, tasked. No, you got no. It, shot. it doesn't. It, it didn't work. Right. So I'm going to bring it in there. Yeah. I'm She's, talking about uh, RF Molar Jeweler. Oh I'm afraid Bob's now spinning his grave. The yeah, started yeah. Sorry, Pops. What the hell is Sushi Ray doing Sorry, Pops. <laughs> okay, I'm taking this back, people. Yeah, we're not I'm not gonna. certain you can line up outside the door and go in and get your key fob battery changed. Bring it to Grunhoffers. I've, I've been a long-time customer, and that's the way they treat long-time Spence, customers. Spence yeah. Grunhoffer will do that for you, too, change your key fob. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? But you're going to be I in think. there. Get something for Ma for Mother's Day oh. while you get your key fob oh, back. And when you get that key fob back, it'll smell like a double-smoked ham. Uh, nice knowing you, Mark. Thanks I for was, trying. I was, I, I was looking at the watches <laughs> right, last on. night and the jewelry. Uh, we're in business here 68 years, and it's a foundation of service that they've embraced and acknowledged. They love it. This is a family operation. They're not going anywhere. Just as your jewelry and your heirlooms go into an RF Molar jeweler for repair, it doesn't leave the store. They've got the Rolex train watchmakers. They've got uh, people who specialize in repairing and restoring your heirlooms. And if you mention you heard this on GL podcast, they will send your the kids you know to what? college. They'll give you a brand new. They're going to give you a brand new Tag Heuer watch. No, and buy no, you a lake no, home. No, no. If you mention you heard this on the GL podcast, they'll replace your watch battery at no charge. But it is a pleasant environment there. It's a very comfortable environment. RF Moeller Jeweler, 50th in France in Edina. Ford in Cleveland and St. Paul. Gavaday Common in downtown Minneapolis or online at rfmolar.com. And I'll be getting a call about 3 o'clock telling me where to send the check so Moeller can buy about a case of, of key fob batteries. Uh, here's the disclaimer. Yeah. Uh, the prior content from that R.F. Moeller ad is not endorsed by the podcast not, or by the not, R.F. Moeller. Nor is it endorsed company. by R.F. Moeller. I was just telling you a quaint story. <laughs> the best lawn you've ever had is a simple click away at ProfessionalTurf.com. That tired, patchy, disease-riddled disaster of a lawn you've been fighting for years... It'll be transformed into a thick, luscious carpet of green. ProfessionalTurf.com. They've been at it since the earliest of the 80s, and they're going to come out to your place, give you a free lawn care estimate, and then set you up with a three- to five-step program that will have you with the best lawn in the block from now until late fall. ProfessionalTurf.com. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suzuki. And this portion of the podcast brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. Again. Wow. It's watch batteries at RF Moeller, by the way. Watch batteries. I was having fun with my friend, Mark. 
RF Moeller Jeweler, 50th in France in Edina, Ford in Cleveland and St. Paul, Gabaday Common in Minneapolis, or online at rfmoeller.com. And yes, graduations and Mother's Day and Father's Day coming up. Okay, where is that, Rook? Queensland. What's that mean? Hello. Australia? Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> this, this might be the uh, most urgent case ever handled by the Gumption County Institute for the Criminally Incompetent. Could you leave that up for me right yep. there? Because that's easier to read than the yes. printout version. Sweet. Po- police are searching for a man. <laughs> oh, this gets better. Uh, the uh, the Gumption County Institute for is the Criminally Incompetent the is in order here. Police are searching for a man who robbed a Sunshine Coast service station while attempting to disguise himself with a recyclable shopping oh. bag. Oh. Just before 8.30 p.m. last night, the man walked into the store on Lower King Street, Caboolture, in Australia, with a bag on his head and threatened the female attendant with a knife. The staff member complied, handing him cash and cigarettes, which he placed in the bag after removing it from his head. (laughs) Now scroll up, Rook. All right. Scroll up. No, the other way. I meant down, I guess. So so he comes in. The bag's his disguise. There we go. But when she... She forks over the cigarettes and cash. He takes the disguise off to put the loot in the bag. But the thing with the bag, the only thing the bag is disguising is his hair. Right. His whole face is sticking out anyway. He's a white guy. (laughs) The man is described as Caucasian in appearance uh, with uh, short, dark hair and blue eyes. Anyone who recognizes the man is urged to contact police. Uh, now, I'm sure there will be questions from the uh, assembly today at the Gumption County Institute sure. for the criminally incompetent. Uh, wow. Do you, sir, have a question? Well, yeah. How, what, when you select the bag, right. should it be a bag that can come down all the way to your, say, your, your, your neck? Uh, uh, or should it stop at the top of your head? I mean, you want to disguise yourself. I need to be able to see, too. I think I have a better admonition for the criminals in attendance bring two bags there you go you're gonna oh, leave I never thought see, about see, that you're gonna leave the one bag that's your disguise even though you had to keep lifting it up because he didn't take the precaution of putting eye holes in it well isn't a better idea if you do only bring one bag as a backup take maybe a magic marker or sharpie and and just color your face so you cannot <laughs> yeah. be disguised, you know, mustache or beard. So the one bag Haven't would be one like the disguise, the yes. other one's for the loot. Well, the key lesson here, the key thing to remember, you would-be criminals, is you can't go into the store and use your disguise as your bag to take the loot home. Right. Because that requires you then to be easily identifiable oh. in all the cameras in the store. You, I never thought about that. Yeah. You're car- you have to carry the loot after right. you get it. That's Did you right. notice too? Well, I was just going to say really quick. Did you notice too that before she handed over the goods, he still had the bag on his head and he kind of lifted it up to peek around the corner to see if anyone was behind him. He kind of gave it the old peek and he did it right into the camera. Yeah, <laughs> That reminds me. Maybe you can find it, Rook. I don't know what heading you'd have to put it under. You'd have to go to YouTube. A guy sent me a video. Uh, he called it Clerk of the Year. And it was a female clerk at a uh, convenience store counter. And she's handling the customers immediately in front of her. But in the background, she sees a guy begin to pummel another guy. What? Yeah, the other guy appeared to be... They, they both appeared to be drunks, but one one of them was pummeling uh, uh, someone in the background, and she just said, excuse me a minute. She put a hold on the 
person she was waiting on, she went around and she just floored the guy <laughs> who was doing the pummeling. And it was just fantastic. Uh, I don't know where to find it. Uh, and you don't have to spend time uh, looking, Rook, because I probably gave you the wrong uh, the wrong way to uh, to find it. But it was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, So in the video we just watched with Bagman... Um, do you see the other customer walk in and just kind of stand off five feet away and just mm-hmm. watch yeah, this all that? play down? Mm-hmm. What do you do in a situation like that where the guy, the robber, the crook is obviously a complete idiot? Do you just stand there and watch or do watch you walk up to out? him and karate chop the back of his neck or what, what do That's you do? That's a great question. He had a knife. I think I would have offered advice. Hey, uh, robbery guy, you know, you're taking the bag. You should probably leave that bag on your head if you don't want to be identified because you're you're using it now as a as a Tips. housing place for your, your cash. So you've lost your... How to Rob a Store for Dummies, mm-hmm. a new book. Boy, it'd be a great deal. One size fits all rarely fits anyone. That's why you need Federated Insurance. Oh, a ton of Minnesota's own Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Offering property and casualty, life, disability income insurance to businesses and select industries. Their marketing representatives are the key. They're the best in the business. They get to know you, the owner, how your operation works, and that allows them to customize the coverage you need. If driving is a significant part of your business, they'll talk to you about auto liability. If you're worried about a cyber attack, uh, check the headlines. You might need data compromise coverage. Your business is unique. You need an insurance carrier who treats it that way. Get in touch with a federated insurance marketing representative to see how their second-to-none service can help your business thrive. Federated insurance, it's their business to protect yours. Say the boys, uh, the twins are at Houston again. How about that ball game last night? Uh, At what point do we get to be excited? Uh, You mean in terms of are they going to... When Are they the, a playoff contender? I think they're they're going to be a fun watch throughout the summer. I, so I Houston said, was a worthy opponent. Houston's oh, yeah. one of the best teams in the American League. Oh, yeah, and and Odorizzi pitched pitched pretty well last night. The bullpen, I I still have a lot of question marks about the bullpen, um, but they're they're going to hit the ball, and that's going to make it a fun summer to watch the Twins. The vibe I'm picking up from the new manager, Rocco Ball Baldelli. Baldelli. Who every time I see a screenshot, I think Corey Koski is in yeah, the dugout. He does look like Corey Koski. He seems to be one of these modern sensitivity guys who's very concerned about them getting enough uh, rest. Yes. That infuriates me. You don't like that. Play the damn game every bleeping day and shut the hell up. I listened to all three of the Baltimore games on the radio, and every time he was interviewed, that was brought up. Yep. Well, I think it stems from him being a player. He was a really high prospect as a player not that long ago because he's he's not even 40 years old yet. And I think he's trying to cater to the modern the modern day player. Yeah, I don't, I'm, and I disagree. I, I know you do. But if he he's just got a his job is to get the most amount of production with the players that he has assembled. I I I don't care as long as it produces results. Do whatever the hell you think is going to work is my mantra. Do you know who had the most complete games pitched in a row? The record. Look it up, Rook. Oh, it's got to be from the seventies. Well, it's well, I know who it is. It's earlier in the seventies. Is it? I think uh, it's earlier in the seventies. Was it Cy Young? Robin Roberts. Sure, for the Phillies. And it was like thirty-three in a row. I mm. said the word "like." I'm I'm embarrassed. Complete. It was in the thirties. 
uh, the number, and one of them was a 16-inning game. These were consecutive, complete games pitched. Oh, come on, Joe. But by the ninth inning, he's got a rubber arm. He's throwing 40-mile-an-hour fastballs. He's, he's got nothing left. Right there, Rook. What pitcher holds the record for most consecutive, complete games pitched? Warren Spahn. Huh? No. Well, I, then Maybe I was National given, League. No, I was given bad information then. Well, uh, what's your point? My point is it couldn't happen today. Well, of course not. It would not, not happen today. Well, the complete game itself is such an anomaly. I keep coming up with Warren Spahn. What about uh, Robin Roberts? What am I thinking of? I, I'm giving you bad uh, information. Good morning, America. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm giving, I'm giving you bad information. Let's hear it. Wait, now let's, let's uh, punch in Robin Roberts. Okay. Because Johnny Height's a big Robin Roberts fan. Mm-hmm. But was it com- consecutive shutouts? It was consecutive, complete games pitched, I thought. That's the way it was told to me. Okay. Uh, all right, here it comes. Robin Roberts. <laughs> uh, oh, this is this is not good. Uh, never mind. I have no idea. I don't know. Well, well, what got me thinking of it is that the current, the modern ball player uh, is coddled too much as far as I'm concerned. Sure. They're just coddled I too much. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. Mm-hmm. That's just... and. There are things that I do not like about the modern game. One of them is there's far too much inactivity. It's it's an all-or-nothing game now, which I don't like. It's home runs, strikeouts, and walks. Mm-hmm. There's not enough action to to create for the 9- the, the to 15-year-old kid to be interested in the game of baseball. And I think that's baseball's biggest problem. Well, right in now. complete games, you just passed it, rookie. Go back down. In complete games... Uh, he was first in 52, first in 53, first in 54, first in 55, first in 56. So for uh, for five years in a row, he was first in complete games pitched. So maybe that's where the record was, and we're just... What did you think the record was? I thought it was like 33 games in a row. Well, maybe that's it. Let's look at 1953. Mm-hmm. While you guys are doing this, I'm watching hockey fights on YouTube. <laughs> So, uh, that's not going to help us. Tell me when you're done. You went down the BroadStreetBullies.com website again, route, didn't you? Uh, this one's a Bruins uh, Nordiques bench-clearing brawl from 87. Cool. And the Nordiques became who? Is that Colorado? Uh, Colorado. They... How about two Game 7s tonight in the grand old game of hockey? Oh, it's so fun. I love playoffs. Yeah. It's so fun. Playoff hockey and is I, the best. And I couldn't care less who wins. I just love watching this fast, angry Hockey. It's it's just wonderful, Joe. Really makes you wonder about the 82 bucks you spend on February 9th. Yeah. This is a different game. This and is a it, different game. You know what? And asking, I realize this is a dumb question, and I can't ask this of you, but would it kill you to put in this kind of effort in December you know, 10th, January 7th? Uh, I think the theory is. I don't see is, that effort. I, I don't on. either. I don't either. I think the theory is pacing, trying to save themselves in the event they get to this point. So what's the answer? How do we get this kind of hockey year round? Well, short, shorten too, the season they play by too many games. Two months. They play too many games. Just not the NBA in, plays too many games. So instead of shortening the season, just play less games. Play fewer games. Because the, only, the NFL's got it down. That's what Every I was just single say. NFL game is a fight to the death. Well, and in theory, so is baseball. Because so few teams, even even though baseball's expanded the playoffs, so few teams make it to the playoffs in baseball that a game tonight is as important as a game in August mm-hmm. in baseball. That's not true in hockey. You yeah. can lose a game in November. Yeah, and they do. Because they put 16 teams in the playoffs for the first round. Right. 
in baseball puts how many teams in the playoffs for the first round? Uh, well, you get two wild cards and then the three division winners. So you think five. These, do you think these early uh, playoff rounds in hockey, do you think they're going too long? Do you think seven games is... Yeah, oh. it used to be five. First then, round was five. Yeah, that's probably seems I don't like know why in the hell we're going. Well, I do know why. They need the money. Yeah. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Robin Roberts notched 28th straight complete game. Okay, maybe the record was 28. Yep. But look at that. He pitched 10 shutout innings to beat the Pirates 2 to zip. Jeez. Finished his 28th straight game for Philly, and he was pulled during his next start after pitching seven innings, capping the streak at 28, the longest complete game streak since 19. So that's the real deal. I mean, if he's throwing shutouts, complete games. Well, bullpens didn't even basically exist back then. No, and now they've become so advanced that it's it's more more of your pitching staff is devoted to the bullpen Let me than ask you, to the starting since staff. Since you guys are going way down this very boring road, I have a question for you, Reavers. <laughs> when the call to the bullpen happens and you see two or three guys warming up at the same time, are two of them decoys? No. No. No, depends Sometimes, on who's going to be at, at bad. Sometimes, because if it's later in the game and the opposing manager is saying, okay, he's warming up A and B, he might bring in the lefty or might bring in the righty. I might not use this guy because I want to save him for later. Okay. Once in a while, so, most of the time, not not the case, but it, once in a while, yes. And then one it. more question about that. How many times during a game can the same pitcher warm up? Oh God! Before he's junk, there's uh, well the but Dusty Baker was notorious for having guys warm up, then never using them, thus wearing out guys and because arms. when you're warming up, you're starting out slow, but by before you take to the field, you're throwing you're, cranking it you're up. throwing heaters. Yeah, this boring has to stop. Hey, this, this, give me something good to talk about. Awful. What do you got? What are this you is boring. I'm just going to remind motorcyclists that $89 order ship free yes. with DennisKirk.com. Oh, I made a list, too. DennisKirk.com pays return shipping on helmet and apparel products. And at DennisKirk.com, order by 8 o'clock today. You'll get it tomorrow. I've been in rookie's position before where you haven't run a machine in a few years. And just from experience, I made a list. And what rookie's probably going to need to get that little... Uh, Yamaha yeah. <laughs> uh, scooter on the road is you're probably going to need a needle, a seat, a plug, a fuel filter, and probably fuel line, and it's going to cost you under $100. So you got to get over that $89 uh, hump. Oh, that's free. And that's when you order the VP gas can, which will change your life. Yeah. So okay. I, I've basically got your motorcycle Can I have fixed, that list? Yeah. Yes, okay. Remember author John Camp. Uh, we know him as John Camp. His uh, book name is John Sanford. He'll be in Thursday to talk about the new book, Neon Prey. You know, and I was glad that you brought up baseball because last night I got my Minnesota <laughs> Baseball Association handbook for the 2019 season. <laughs> and, uh, so the double wide so town weird. baseball meeting. Why, why uh, are you talking baseball during hockey section, season? Section Goodbye. Three. Goodbye. Take a break. Yeah. Ooh, we oh got a new rule God. change for the on-deck no. Oh, no, we're done-done. No, done. No. Yes, I think we're done-done. You want to be done-done? Yes, yes, please. We are. Yes, please. Yeah, oh, thanks to uh, Kenny now, my son calls the cat dum-dum, so thanks to Kenny. By the way, man, Matthew, um, a friend wants to advertise. I said, uh, I, I, I con- contact who? Yes. I, I don't you can email us. Uh, we've got all, everybody's at garagelogic.com, rookie at garagelogic.com, GL Joe at garagelogic.com. You can find us or just send us an email, give us a phone number, and we'll give you a buzz back. We love new advertisers and we cherish the ones we currently have. So, Go to garagelogic.com to poke around old podcasts, see what's on uh, Joe's bookshelf, and check out the latest creation from Mr. Greg Holcomb. Garage Logic podcast version. Thanks. Spring ahead, baby.
springtime, bro. 